This is our second session on Matthew eleven, twenty-five to 30. Let's read it, and then I'll bring us up to date. At that time, Jesus declared, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for thus it was a good pleasure before you. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father. And no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I'm gentle and lowly in heart, and you'll find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So, Father, as we focus again on the fact that you have hidden these things from wise and understanding, and you have revealed these things to little children, oh, that we might become little children, make us little children, free us from the arrogance implied in these words, and make us receptive to all that you can reveal to us by your word. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. At that time, we said, relates to the preceding five verses where Jesus had refused to do mighty works in Tyre and Sidon, even though he said, if the mighty works done in Chorazin and Bethsaida had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented. So he chose not to do the works at that time that would have brought those cities to repentance. And we ask why? And I said, this text here is given to answer why and how we're to think about that kind of sovereign choosing of Jesus not to bring people to repentance, though he knows the very kind of evidences that would bring them to repentance. And the answer is, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. You have hidden these things. It's God's good pleasure to hide these things and to reveal them. And he said, he reveals them, he hides them from the wise and understanding. He reveals them to little children. And I suggested that the pride implied here could be seen back in verse 23, where Capernaum was exalting itself to heaven. And so I think he's saying what What God's good pleasure is, is to hide things from the proud and arrogant and reveal things to the the humble and the lowly and the receptive and the dependent little children. Now, what I want to do in this session, even though I said I was going to approach the question of the fact that the Father is doing the hiding and the revealing here and In verse 27, the Son is doing the revealing. No one knows the Father except the Son and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal Him, even though the Father does it here and the Son does it here, and we need to wrestle with that. I need to to bring in something else first. We'll do that, I hope, next time. (laughs) I want to give you two 
other passages in uh, one in Matthew and one in John to just show you that the kind of hiding and revealing that's talked about here is not unique to this text, but is the kind of thing we see elsewhere. So let's look at two chapters later, Matthew 13, 10 to 13, and, and I'm including verse 16. Then the disciples came and said to Jesus, him, why do you speak to them in parables? This is a problem because these parables were perplexing people. They, they were not, a lot of times we think parables are wonderful windows onto reality. Well, they, they were more concealing than revealing for many listeners. Why? Why did he use parables when they were such a stumbling block? He answered them, to you, to my disciples, it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of heaven. But to them, why do you speak to them in parables? To them, it has not been given. So this is the same as revealed, back in chapter 11, and hidden. The secrets of the kingdom, to you it has been given. To them, it has not been given given. So you have revealing and concealing, just like you do back in chapter 11. And now he explains, for to the one who has, more will be given. That's you. To the one who has, more will be given, and he will have in abundance. But to the one who has not, not been given, even what he has, which is something, will be taken away. So the criterion, he doesn't tell what it is, is that I, I give to those who have, and I don't give to those who don't have. I reveal to those who, who have, and I don't reveal, I hide from those who do not have. What's he talking about? Verse 13. This is why I speak to them in parables, because seeing they do not see. They don't see. They're blind. They don't have eyes to see. And hearing they do not hear. So even what they, even what they have, I think refers to that. Seeing, they don't see. Hearing, they don't hear, nor do they understand. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. This blessing has been given to you. That's what you have the one who has this blessedness will be given and he will be given in abundance. So if you have the blessing to see, then he gives you the secrets of the kingdom. If you don't have that, if seeing you do not see, then you are those who do not have and you will not be given. Hold that while we look at this. 
This is John 9, 39 to 41. Jesus said, For judgment I came into this world, that those who do not see may see, and those who see may become blind. Hmm, that's a little different. What does he mean? Some of the Pharisees near him heard these things and said to him, Are we also blind? You saying we're blind? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would have no guilt. But now you say, We see. So you're guilty. Your guilt remains. You say, you insist on saying, we have plenty good eyes. We can see. When in fact, they were blind in that they couldn't see. They couldn't see. He came, he came into the world so that those who do not see, that is, who do not say, we see, we have eyes that are plenty good, we do not need divine help to see, we already can see. He did not come to grant sight to people that talk like that. He came that those kind of seers will be blind. He blinds them. He takes away what they have. For judgment I came into this world that those who do not see, that is, the children who admit that this is not true of them. They don't say we see. The children say, if you don't open my eyes, I won't see. He came that they may see. So this blessedness here is the blessedness of childlikeness that says, I can't see on my own. I have to have divine help. That is, I have to have a father who doesn't hide things from me, but reveals them to me. I have to have a son of God who chooses to reveal the Father to me. If this miracle of revealing by the Son and this revealing by the Father doesn't happen to me, I'm going to not see. That's the kind of helpless people, the kind of children that the Son came to save. They received a blessing from the Lord. They have. The one who has more will be given. And what they have is this blessing. It's the gift of childlikeness.